0: Saturday the 1st of May 1915. Poor Alec Rackstraw. Killed an hour or so after telling us his experiences in firing line. His rifle shot through the butt. Shrapnel fire very heavy and coming down all round us. Our losses so far are very heavy and Turks heavier. Shots still flying all round us from Turkish snipers who are doing a terrible amount of harm to our forces. Poor Norm. Shot while doing excellent work. Exposed himself while firing five shots instead of being more cautious and coming down after each shot. Excellent reports from platoon commander. Read Norm. 5.30pm. Buried on right flank top ridge of the valley. Sunday. The 2nd of May 1915, fairly quiet morning. Men are being killed 10 yards from where we sit. Shells from enemy bursting overhead are considered nothing. The hills on our front up valley are being crowded with the Nelson and Royal Marines and New Zealanders. Hell, being blown up in hundreds by our own artillery. Absolutely murder. Monday, the 3rd of May, 1915. Up all night with ammunition. The worst night and day we will ever experience. Dead and wounded, being borne down from the hills in hundreds. AMC and stretcher bearers doing marvelous work. I'm looking through a telescope at the dead on the sides of the cliffs, which cannot be got, at 4.45 p.m. Tuesday, the 4th of May, 1915 we built a new dugout for the three of us and a more comfortable home could not be got we have three good meals a day and a comfortable bed at night just at daylight a bullet chipped off a box and landed in a box six inches above my head firing is kept up all day and night wednesday the 5th of may 1915 men are being shot dead just opposite our hut at various intervals during the day. Shell fire from our navy at the hills at the end of our valley, also from our batteries. Turks are landing shells just above our heads and a 100 yards short of us, but too high to do much harm. Although the din is enough to drive us mad. One gun is just above us on the ridge and the Turks are trying to silence it. So just imagine the position we are in. Suspicion is aroused as to Turks' movements, for things are getting remarkably quiet to be good. Shots are being fired at very long intervals, sometimes two or three minutes of silence. Photo taken of the dugout. Mr Price, War Office and Sergeant Lays have joined us with our meals. I have the job of cooking for all. Saturday, the 8th of May, 1915. Still very quiet. Snipers are busy picking our mule drivers and mules off between the beach and here. Up the valley track about one mile long. So all night long trains of mules are carrying from the beach, ammunition and stores of all kinds. Also water and ammunition. Too much din with rifle fire and shells bursting all round us to set mind on riding. Tuesday. The 11th of May 1915. Hell, what's this? Boom bang. Good heavens, a great 8-inch howitzer shell fired by the Turks. 5:45 a.m. first shell. A great cloud of black smoke followed by volumes of white fumes. It came over the top of the hill and landed right on the roadway to the beach. Averaging one every five minutes and 15 or so every morning, noon and evening regularly for three days. The second shell lands in the centre of the AMC dressing station, 100 yards from our temporary dugout. Of course, everybody flew for their lives up the valley where the hills are higher and steeper, making it impossible for them to lob there. Fortunate enough, not one of these two hurt anybody but the scatter and noise and confusion. I cannot imagine how it did not blow up the valley altogether. The third lands 25 yards from us. Hell's bells, what a scatter. Huge boulders of earth fly in all directions, everyone rushing behind barricades and under cover. Sure enough, we are all of the opinion that their threat was coming true. Failing to surrender in 24 hours, we would be blown into the sea. Saturday, the 15th of May, 1915. Yesterday was the most peculiar day of the war. No firing at all. What's up? The white flag goes up on both sides for to enable Red Cross to bring in the wounded. One can pop his head over the trenches safely for first time. The strangest sight of all is to see all the Turks lined up on top of their trenches walking about as though no war was on at all. Also our own, some talking with Turks in groups and smoking together. Turks walking about on top of Ridge, which commands view of the whole of our valley, seemed almost uncanny after our artillery had been shelling for weeks.